Hello and welcome to another episode of Pakistanomy. My name is Uzair Yunus and before we start this week's discussion, I just want to plug in a new Tabadla podcast called Dragon Road, which is going to be hosted by Arif Rafiq. If you've been enjoying Pakistanomy, I'm pretty sure you will also enjoy season one of Dra- Dragon Road, which basically focuses on China's rising influence in the region and around the world. And Arif has had some fantastic conversations over the course of the first season. So do check it out. Um, and do subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Today, we're going to be talking with Vajad Khan, who is Nikki Asia's digital editor in New York City. He's reporting on the Indo-Pacific and Afghanistan and Pakistan security. He's soon going to be hosting his own podcast for Nikki called Made in Asia. And he also is the author of the Indo-Pacific Diaries, which is a weekly newsletter covering everything security related from New York City to Delhi. So, Wajad, thank you so much for taking out the time today and welcome to Pakistanomy. Thanks, Wajad. Great, uh, great to be a big fan of the show. Big fan. Thank you. And big fan of you and your work as well. So, I'm excited about this conversation because typically on Pakistanomy, we talk about structural issues of the economy and structural issues in terms of the political economy in Pakistan. And if you're talking about that, you cannot ignore the structures and the influences within and outside the media particularly in the last few days, everything's been front and center in the headlines again with Hamid Mir and Asatur and everything that's happened in Islamabad. And uh-huh. so I figured we'd have you on the show and talk to you about how you as a journalist who's worked in Pakistan internationally have experienced the Pakistani media landscape, how you view its structural issues. Um, and so let's just start with that for the audience or the listener who doesn't fully understand how Pakistan's media operates. Give us a one-on-one. Give us an understanding of this state-controlled or business elite-controlled media and how it functions. All right. Well, firstly, I'm going to give you a shout-out and do something which I haven't done, which I've been pining to do for a while, which is Pakistan ke khilaf bohat sare mahaz khole, kuch humne khud khole aur kafi sare humare khilaf khole gai. Aaj ka mahaz Pakistanami ke naam aur media ke naam. Um, I wanted to say that because I've missed Pakistani media. Um, I missed it because uh, it's where I made my bones. I joined it um, uh, to answer your question. I joined it right when it was uh, on the verge of takeoff. I was on the launch team of Geo News. Uh, I was uh, uh, chiseling out strategy for Hamid Mir before he was Hamid Mir. I mean, he was always Hamid Mir, but before he was really, you know, uh, going uh, going big time on it. And I was, you know, fixing coffee for the bosses and him. But uh, I've been in it right from its inception. And I've had the privilege and the pleasure to uh, enjoy it. Um, I must say, though, that uh, when uh, I, I, I mean it more than ironically, that Pakistan ke khilaf bohat sare mahaz khule, of course, is from my show. But the, the critical line is, kuch humne khud khole aur bohat sare humare khilaf khole gai. Um, I'm going to take that uh, from my show from Dunya News, which ran between, we ran over 200 episodes of a weekly show. Critically acclaimed, ran between 2015 and uh, 2019. Uh, ran four years, did well. Um, we even have a Twitter, verified Twitter page, by the way. It's called Mahaz Reports, in case anybody's interested. We don't tweet much, but we're there, we're around, we're there to stay. Um, but uh, was there, to tell you the truth, it's a, I'm not here as an apologist um, for any organization, institution, or person, but uh, a lot of it, a lot of what's happened to Pakistani media of late is the fault of the powers that be. But uh, some of it also has to do with the innate and inherent structural flaws 
which uh, the Pakistani media abides by. Now, we've all talked about the forge, uh, which we're going to get to in greater detail, I hope, uh, later in the show. But to answer your question about structures, so there's two or three types of Pakistani media. And for someone who's done multimedia, so I've मैंने प्रिंट के लिए काम किया मेरी पहली नौकरी जो थी प्रिंट में वो ढाई हजार रुपए की इंटर्नशिप थी मिड नाइन्टीज में फॉर द न्यूज फिर मैं लार्जेस्ट कॉलेज रन इंडिपेंडेंट कॉलेज स्टूडेंट रन न्यूज पेपर इन दंट्री कवर्डेंटानिस्तान to ride the big media wave, uh, which we are still sort of enjoying in a way. Ironically, it had to take a dictator. Uh, we can talk more about Musharraf's reasons for um, uh, what happened uh, and why he launched a deregulated Pakistani media. But um, I, I had the pleasure, like I said, the pleasure and privilege to be in Pakistani media right from the beginning. Magar, the big thing is that the inherent structural flaws, the inability, that over almost two decades there uh, this media has not really evolved from the sage run uh, uh, conglomerate to something larger when i say sage run conglomerate uh, i qualify that because today for example the segals of dawn are married into the lakhanis uh, of express that for me uh, is not just a happy marriage between uh, the segals and the lakhanis it's also a conglomerate there is an understanding so इससे ज्यादा इवॉल्व नहीं किया उन्होंने या तो सेठ सेठ रहे हैं कोई तेल बनाता है तो कोई डबल रोटी बनाता है या कोई अखबार छापता है देर इज बेन नो डाउट ओल्ड स्कूल ग्रुप्स एंड मोर पावर टू दैम बिकॉज दे हैव अ टेंडेंसी जंग ग्रुप डॉन ग्रुप एंड बिजनेस ग्रुप देव है because that's it's their job that's been the usp that's all they've done unka khandani pesha hi has been um uh, journalism this is other kuch unhe aata nahi hai magar even though the cycles have other industrial interests as well however fair to say that's all they've been doing for a while however um beyond that the other states have even less um uh, of expertise in journalism if you want to call it that but they're all still sets whether you're a double roti set or a akhbar printing set you're still a set and the fact that they haven't been able to evolve into the next level which would be going public which would be a more corporatized structure uh, a larger structure uh, with more investments going in um into the 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 systems the 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 organization itself the training the content uh, the the look and feel how 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 this news actually like like reads and smells like and looks like um none of that's happened um i remember one of my first jobs as the product i was product development manager by the way very proudly for geo news uh, in my right after college i got recruited by uh, mir ibrahim rahman who is who was and is still currently the uh, ceo of uh, uh, the geo television network which remains by and large the most influential as well as the largest revenue earning network in the country now uh, 
he was just out of college. I was just out of college. We are from the same generation. He hired me because he knew where I was coming from. I had ideas. I still do. Not that nobody, anybody gives them attention, but uh, um, Ibrahim hired me and gave me a full lease on. He said, listen, let's just, just structure the way news is done. And we went around researching that we had focus groups. We did also so so um, this wasn't just like Jolly Roger. It was pretty professional stuff. Right, right. For that level, I mean you got a you got a poli sci history major running a team of six people from product development, doing what we could do, focus groups, the works, hired a research organization, hired a consultancy, hired some Goras to come and train our, us and our and our journals. So there was some sort of I guess you can say institutional focus. This wasn't just random. This wasn't just me, Shakilo Rahman, me, Ibrahim Rahman, get up one day and have a dream and start Geo. This wasn't random, right? There was a there was a process to it. And especially Geo, which I'm, well, it might be controversial for a lot of people, like it or not, they put their money where their mouth is in terms of research. Geo still, till today, takes its, its market research very seriously. There's a reason it's a market leader. Despite being unliked by a lot of people, Geo takes that uh, that pushback from the market and that feedback from the market very seriously. However, even though we were professional, I know deep inside that we can be more, you know, like I, we can be much more. Uh, unfortunately, because of the limitations of the leadership, as well as the worldview of um, our business teams, our marketing teams, um, Less so our editorial teams, which I'm sure are very brave still till today. Um, we didn't really expand beyond that. It sort of remained a, a mom and pop kind of op. It ended up becoming what every Satran op becomes. But that's not the story. We all know that story. That's not what I'm here to tell you. I'm going to answer your question about what happened with the, the, um, the powers that be. Um, well, there's been two... Pakistani uh, medium, uh, so to say, uh, uh, there was a, between its deregulation in uh, 0203 by General Musharraf, right till 0708, uh, there was, that was the golden age of Pakistani media. In 0708, three things happened, three things happened, and they happened in quick succession. One was the assassination of Benazir Bhutto. Two was the deposition of Musharraf himself. And three were the Mumbai attacks. And these three incidents, um, some people say that the same people were behind them. Some people disagree. Uh, the jury's still out uh, as far as the reporting on it is concerned. But bottom line is that the golden age of Pakistani media, because the media which existed right from its inception, TV media, deregulated media ki baat ho rahi hai. So print ki nahi baat ho rahi. Print ki ek aur kahani hai. Uske liye shayad hum ek aur episode karein. Wo bhi aa jayegi shayad thodi baat in reference beat mein, beach mein. But bottom line is ke O2, O3 mein media launch hota hai. ARY, Geo, uh, nai channels launch hote hai. Aaj Express follow soon after. Yeh do chaar isli, aur yeh isli bhi abhi bhi badhe hai. Kyunke inka paas first mover advantage tha. Yeh pehle aaye. Uh, 7-8 tak, 
people within the media and even some of these states, they started playing ball with the powers that be. And that's what happened the independence of the media has compromised. Now, there are also pro-army, anti-army, pro-Nawaz, anti-Nawaz, pro-Nawaz, pro-Zardari, anti-Zardari, pro-Imran. It, 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 it became a... So from, a... from your perspective, really quickly, was the idea that we have pro-army, anti-army, pro-Nawaz, Zardari, was this a conscious choice? Was it a bit of everything? Was it a bit of everything? Like, the golden age end or the camps what was the driving force behind it good question good question so the jo dekho pehle to we have to go to inception so this is a good time to talk about musharraf now he said this to me in his show which i've interviewed him about this very question you asked me he's also said this this in his own biography general musharraf in 1999 when he was general but not president general Right, he was still just the military chief of this country, this great country, by the way. I miss Pakistan. General Musharraf saw while he was fighting Kargil and leading um, combat operations as the commander in chief of Pakistan's military at that time. Um, General Musharraf saw something strange happen in 19 in the summer of 99. He saw that Indian media, private Indian media, deregulated Indian media was really getting that country together, galvanizing the narrative of Indian society by bringing Positive the, fifth generation hardware, uh, fifth generation warfare. I don't, I don't buy that uh, because a lot of good reporters have come out of that. Uh, Barkha Dath has come out of that. Rajdeep Sardesai have come out of that. It would be a travesty to call some of my colleagues fifth generation warriors. Um, so. That may be your opinion, but not mine. No, I, I meant a tongue is cheek as a sarcastic I, I, take I, I, on what what I is like, the mainstream. If it's tongue in cheek, if it's tongue in cheek, then uh, then I'm doing, then I'm with you. But but um, short of that, he saw how deregulated, independent, quasi-independent, private, whatever you want to call it, Indian media galvanized India during Kargil, while PTV dikhara tha ke dhage mein se udar Indian jets aa rahe hain. Typical, completely oblivious of the reality of planet Earth, right? Udar Nawaz Sharif Bhagratha White House on the 4th of July uh, to Bill Clinton or either aapko wo chicha vatni ka jo ki jo baag hai unka unka tour dikhaya ja raha tha, right? So Mashara was genuinely disappointed because there was an information warrior in him along with, you know, the actual martial warrior. And one of the things when he did take over, which he did discuss with uh, advisors like Tariq Aziz and others, um, was that uh, we really have to get the country behind us. Every dictator needs the country to be behind him. Otherwise, what does he have to do? But he said that I wanted the country behind me, I wanted the country behind the cause, and I wanted the media, the parks, the deregulated Pakistani media to replicate to replicate what the Indians did. Magar Musharraf sahab, ek cheez bhool gaye. Wo ek cheez bhool gaye. Wo ye bhool gaye ki jo Pakistani sahafi hai, uska jo experience raha hai, 50, 60, 70 saalon mein, apni state ke saath, 
अपनी फौज के साथ और अपने इधारों के साथ वो बहुत बिटर रहा है जो हिंदुस्तानी सहाफी है उसका वो एक्सपीरियंस नहीं रहा आई एम श्योर कि हर आज मैं न्यूयॉर्क में बैठा हुआ मुझे पता है कि हर इकोनॉमी में हर पॉलिटिकल इकोनॉमी में जो डेमोक्रेसी हो या ऑटोक्रेसी हो मीडिया पे प्रेशर आता है कभी एड से आता है कभी बॉस से आता है कभी बॉस के बॉस से आता है कभी सदर साहब से डायरेक्टली आता है मगर मीडिया पे प्रेशर कभी सोशल मीडिया से आता है लोगों से आता है व्यूअरशिप से आता है रेटिंग से आता है हर मीडिया के ऊपर प्रेशर आता है उस मगर मुशरफ साहब भूल गए कि पाकिस्तानी मीडिया हिंदुस्तानी मीडिया नहीं है क्योंकि पाकिस्तानी सहाफी हिंदुस्तानी सहाफी नहीं बारिंग बारिंग इंदिरा गांधीज इमरजेंसी मतलब ओवर बिफोर द मोदी रजीम केम इन देव है रिलेशनशिप नहीं रहा उस तरह नहीं बट बट उजैर इवन ड्यूरिंग द इमरजेंसी कितने देखो सप्रेशन ड्यूरिंग द इंसर्जेंसी इज वन इमरजेंसी इज वन थिंग ना इमरजेंसी लगी हुई है ठीक है ना आप वोट कर सकते हो ना आप फिर सकते हो ना आप टूट सकते हो ना आप लिख सकते हो इमरजेंसी है इंदिरा गांधी विल गो डाउन इन इन हिस्ट्री एंड इन इन्फमी एज द वोमन कोड़े से पहले के जमाने के लगते रहे और उन दिनों में भी एक प्रो फौज खिता था विच प्लेड बॉल विदर्स दैट बी ठीक है जैसे द द निजामी फैमिली इज इज फेमस फॉर इट्स टाइज विद द जिया रिजीम ठीक है एंड अयूब साहब के जो बायोग्राफर हैं उनकी जो आरी है अभी तक उनकी बच्चियां चलाती हैं आई एम नॉट गोइंग टू नेम देम बट वी ऑल नो हु दैट फैमिली इज देयर इज अ होल लाइन दिस होल लिनियज ऑफ रिपोर्टर्स हु हैव प्लेड बॉल एंड हु हैव नॉट प्लेड बॉल and that's because they've been given a choice right but the main thing is that violence i'm here to talk about violence today the indian state exists the indian state i'm sure has pressurized the indian media through hook by crook uh, over the years i'm not saying that indian media we're going to talk at length about indian media as well in the show of yours i hope because i've worked in india um i've been i've worked for rajdeep sardesai um i've interned for him i've worked for arnab goswami i've reported for him I'm one of the few Pakistani journalists who's reported from Indian news desks in Mumbai and and Delhi. ठीक है तो more on that later. उधर भी pressure आता है और corporate side से आता है. Marketing chief आता है और और अपने desk पे ऐसे फेंकता है report. मेरे सामने हुआ हुआ है कि ये क्या? Right? तो वो वो by the way marketing chief Pakistan में by the way उसका होती है उसकी तपड़ होती है मगर वो अज़र अबास के desk पे ऐसे report नहीं फेंक सकता. ठीक है तो पाकिस्तानी मीडिया हैज दैट बट मुशरफ साहब मिसकैलकुलेट कर गए कि पाकिस्तानी सहाफियों को वो 1950-60 से की दहाई से कोड़े खाते आ रहे हैं ठीक है इनको मैं अगर चैनल दे दिया उनकी तनख्वाहें 20,000 से 10 लाख हो गई या ज्यादा तो ये एकदम मेरी साइड पे नहीं आएंगे दे नॉट गोइंग टू बिकम माई चेयर लीडर्स जस्ट बिकॉज द मनी इज बेटर एंड जस्ट बिकॉज द रेटिंग जस्ट बिकॉज द कार्स अ बिगर ये स्टेट मिसकैलकुलेट कर गई टू थाउजेंड में सो मच सो दैट दॉयर्स मूवमेंट विच इवेंचुअली लेड टू द डिमाइज ऑफ जनरल मुशरफ एंडेड अपर वी आर अनफॉर्चुनेटली दो 
the lawyers movement and the demise of Musharraf, the assassination of Benazir and the coverage of the Mumbai attacks. Those three, I would call it the holy trifecta. There was a national security issue. There was an international security issue, right? And there was a national polit political issue. Those three things happened in quick succession as well. And uski wajah se, media had to make, some people in media decided to make that choice, ki, we will play ball. And some people said, no, we, we're just going to keep on doing what we were deregulated to do, which is tell a story. And that happens when some people become pro-people, some people didn't play ball. And that's where the violence escalates again. That's so help, me, help me understand that this and within that context, right? So the golden age ends and we've sort of gone about 12 years, 13 years since then, 2007-8. How are these red lines what you can and cannot say, what you can and cannot openly talk about, or even like allude to, how are these lines set within this media context? And I'm just curious to understand this from a perspective of that Hamid Mir hai, or would decide karta hai ke mujhe Baluchistan ke show karna hai, aur uske baad pressure aayega. How does he, is it just instinct? Is it, are things communicated overtly, covertly that he and his team know or when you are doing your own show, like there are certain things you cannot say, even though you may believe certain things to not be true, but you have to toe a certain line. Okay, so I don't know uh, how um, uh, Hamid Mir uh, Saab has uh, gone through his uh, pressure regime. I have um, um, covered the attacks on him. Um, the semi-quasi attacks on him, um, physical and uh, otherwise. But let's not make it about an individual, right? Let's just give you the bigger picture. So this is not about, this is not the Hamid Mir show. This is definitely not the Vajat Khan show, right? But the bigger picture is that there's two or three different categories of, uh, uh, of journalists and there's two or three different categories of pressure which are applied to those journalists, right? So uh, firstly, if you work for one of the major networks, right? Um, especially in this day and age, uh, chances are that you won't get the call if you're being stubborn about a particular issue. Chances are that your boss, your owner, Sitsa, right, uh, will get the call. So Mia Ahmed will get the call. Shakilo Rahman will get the call, right? And when they, they don't play ball, then we sort of know where they end up. For example, just bring up uh, Shakilo Rahman on Google and you will know exactly what happens when the when your boss doesn't uh, doesn't play ball right so um, based on that uh, still because of their muscle because they can still make the headlines today Ahmed Mir has uh, uh, when uh, I think uh, uh, he's been he's made the Guardian he's made the AP he's made the Washington Post and those are just the, the, the articles I read about, about the man, right? And his show. So Itsi Bitsi, Teeny Weeny Show, in the scheme of the world, I'm sure in Pakistan, Capital Talk is a great show, right? I'm not a personal fan, but watch the rating. So it is the, one of the most watched shows in the country. However, uh, in the greater scheme of things, it doesn't come close to, you know, like racial... Uh, um, uh, Rachel Maddow for uh, Rachel MSNBC. Maddow uh, on, on MSNBC it doesn't come close to Tucker Carlson it doesn't come close to these guys in terms of revenues or money but guess what it's in the papers and Rachel Maddow is not Ahmed's in the papers and he's in the papers because his show is pushed back 
against an, the world's fifth largest military, right? But um, still, that notoriety gives Hamid and co protection. Um, yes, Hamid's been attacked personally, so maybe we should focus down on him. But him having survived that attack and the pushback of that attack um, in 2014, in the April, uh, in April 2014, really changed. Hamid surviving really changed the game for us, all of us. Because had Hamid died, it would have sent a different message. But him living, coming back, returning to tell the tale, and from what it seems, coming back even stronger to tell the tale, right? Um, uh, really, really is remarkable in terms of Pakistani media and Pakistani journalists flexing their muscle. But um, Hamid's, in a way, lucky. He's a victim. I would say he's a victim of his own success, right? Because there's a lot of men and women who are not as successful or famous uh, as Hamid. And those are the ones I worry about because those are the ones who, um, who when they get killed or abducted or picked up or beaten up or threatened or harassed or fired, um, those are the ones we don't hear about. Uh, those are the ones who just go away. Um, a lot of these journalists are second tier journalists. Um, they uh, are in the boonies, they're in the countryside. If you just look up the CPJ's assessment of uh, how rural area based Pakistani journalists and even Afghan journalists for that matter, um, how they suffer versus more urban based journalists, then you will realize that there's a divide. If you work for a major organization, if you're in the cities, you're relatively safer. You're still under pressure. You still get the call. And uh, it's happened to all of us. Um, to directly answer your question, SMS aate hain, WhatsApp aate hain, phone aate hain, ghar ke saamne gaadiya aate hain, phir koi rishdar ka phone a jata hai because he gets the call. And ko kata hai ki yaar, ya kisi usually colleague ka phone aata hai. Or ko kata hai yaar, lale, na kar. Tweet delete kar de. Ya, <laughs> Kabi kabi hood the um kissy um of circa phone as at that. Waj, you care, you know, delete kare, you know. So uh, it really depends on uh, who you are, where you're from, but I don't mean to um, um be um, casual about this, but a lot of people don't get the call as that. A lot of people don't get the waj kya kare uh inside a call. Um a lot of people just get hit um, where it hurts without, uh, without expecting it. So let's talk about then the structural issue, right? State-run media, state ke upar pressure aata hai. state doesn't tow the line, ends up in jail. If they tow the line, they obviously tell you whoever the journalist doing the story is you know, on print or in or electronic media, they have to figure out how to, you know, not keep talking about that issue. You said that, you know, corporatized media could have innovated, could have made itself more resilient, etc. I look across the border in India. I mean, not literally, I'm in America like you are, but you look at the at the Indian media, corporatized, but also co-opted, particularly co-opted on the crony capitalist side, right? So wh why is it, or are you of the opinion, if at all, that the corporate media model perhaps may have its own set of challenges, but at least may become more resistant to some of these pressures that come. And I ask this question not only because of the issues with corporate media around the world, 
but also because let's be honest pakistan's economy is not that dynamic so can it even sustain a corporate media setup in the first place good question excellent question critical first of all uh, india is not the answer nor is indian media as you have you've used a, a crucial word here um, cronyism corporate cronyism is alive and thriving in india the modi uh, 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 corporate machine is 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 a very very ugly being right and the way um, they've supported they i'm not going to again uh, it's not my business to state the name of individuals or companies but a casual uh, uh, um, research grind will tell you who 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 supports modi um and who supports the bjp and who supports the rss and who supports that narrative uh, in india um uh, not to take a dump on um, uh, my friends who are in indian media there's a lot of brave indian median journalists um indian media journalists um but um increasingly so over the last few decades um indian media as you said has become co-opted especially over the last few years rather not the decade now last few decades i stand corrected um modi ke zamane mein especially corporate india ne jo se backing the year that defeats the argument which we might perceive we perceive to be making ke yaar seth saab se jab aap corporate ho jate ho to aap bach jate ho nahi magar ek cover aata hai ek cover isliye aata hai kyunki all of a sudden uh, think of it like this way if there is a one window operation if there is one guy you call right parse karo ki aap um, aap general x ho राइट एंड जनरल एक्स को जनरल वाई फोन करे कि यार ये क्यों हमारी बेजती कर रहा है मैं भी अपनी बेगम के साथ बैठ के टीवी देख रहा हूं क्या बकवास है बंद करो उसे अच्छा फौज में ऐसी बात होती है ठीक है बिकॉज वो फौजी है ठीक है वो जनरल है अब इन नॉर्मल कंट्री दिस वुड हैपन बट इन नॉर्मल कंट्री पाकिस्तान इज नॉट ए नॉर्मल कंट्री राइट तो Up, this might get me in trouble. Might as well. But when you are General X, now you have to make a call because General Y has called, right? And, and you have to make a call. You who are you going to call? You're not going to chain of command. Follow that. You got to make a call, right? You can't say you can't call like maybe you'll call Colonel A, right? Maybe you won't, right? Maybe you'll call Saint A. right maybe you will call anchor a uh you're not going to call producer a you're not going to call editor a right you're going to either call your number 2 or the guy who runs the show in some particular organization that is the the ugly irony and yet the reality of the way pakistani media works right so would you rather call a person or would you rather send uh, a a letter to the board of directors of a certain listed company let's say viacom owns jio viacom owns cbs right let's say viacom realizes that yeah listen 200 million people these guys get uh, 40% of the eyeballs decent company yeah, 19 hours of air time fresh air time a day uh, it's a 2 billion dollar industry this is a company which owns 500 million dollars these are all true stats by the way go check them out right Uh, it's a two billion dollar industry. Sure, that's not, not not that big, but you know, this is who are these guys? Who who is this Shakilur Rahman? Who is this four billion? 
they control 400 million bucks of a $2 billion industry, let's buy them out. Now, Viacom, if it had common sense or interest or both, would do that, would have that discussion, right? And Viacom would buy Jio out tomorrow. And Khalil Rahman or Shikil Rahman rather would, would be living on a yacht and not in uh, that uh, uh, piece of real estate he lives on outside Lahore, which he's gotten into trouble for because evidently Navashri gave it to him, right? And <laughs> do you think General X is going to call up Viacom? I would also say, like, you, you've taken it to the Viacom level. I would say if it was a publicly traded company, sure. even then the general would have second thoughts, not because the board of directors may have influenced, but primarily also because his or his family, an extended family, maybe he himself would have shares in mutual funds that trade in the stock of that company. And if you take it down, put it on the 100 channel or cancel its advertising contracts, the next morning the share price is going to collapse, right. which is directly your loss. Right. So you've really taken it to the next level of corporate wargaming, um, which would be that there's a con there's a conflict of interest and the conflict of interest would thus um, trigger or rather not trigger the General X to listen to General Y, which would probably get General X court martial. But that's a whole other conversation was that. However, all I'm trying to tell you is that it's whether it's Viacom based in New York City or whether it's Pakistan's Viacom, right? We have, we have serious movers too. We have uh, our company, Engro is our Viacom, right? Engro makes everything. It gives a, it makes our chocolate milk It may, and it makes our energy, right? Tomorrow, who's stopping uh, uh, Engro uh, uh, from taking over Geo tomorrow? They've got the big bucks, you know? Engro can send uh, Meel Khalil Rahman, uh, Shikil Rahman rather on a yacht and say, enjoy yourself, we're done. We're gonna take this over, run this like a proper shop. But Who's going to call Engro? Because Engro is a large, it's a different chain. CEO, there's Engro Corp ka CEO, right? Not to take any names, but I'm not going to because he's a friend. So I'm not going to get him personally involved. This is a theoretical argument. So Engro, Engro Corp ka CEO, right? I'm assuming art ek dood banati hai. uh, nobody will be able to hurt them through that single window operation of coercion. Okay, rule of law and violence, accountability. I guess ultimate solution. It can only be assumed that in an organization, in a media uh, where um, uh, in a, which exists in an, in an environment uh, with insurances in a system uh, which has an inherent, um, I guess, which is structurally less, I think the right term would be vulnerable. Jidhar um, aapki following, aapki rule of law, accountability, zyada set up ho, marwa to koi bhi, kai bhi, kisi ko bhi sakta hai. Again, 
मगर बेजती कोई भी कहीं भी किसी भी किसी कोई भी कर सकता है सोशल मीडिया में आपके खिलाफ अमेरिका में डोनाल्ड ट्रंप अमेरिका का सदर एक वो एक एंकर की बेजती कर सकता है जो उसने की भी है सदर सदर ट्रंप में मगर ओवरऑल आप मीडिया चैनल बंद नहीं कर सकते हम इस वक्त दो किस्म की बातें कर रहे हैं एक वे टॉक अबाउट वायलेंस व्हिच आई डोंट हैव एन आंसर फॉर यू राइट बट इन टर्म्स ऑफ कोर्जन चैनल बंद करना रेवेन्यू स्ट्रीम्स बंद करना कोर्स करना एडिटोरियल को फोर्स करना दैट्स अ होल अदर स्टोरी एंड आई थिंक कि अगर ये इवॉल्व करें ग्रो करें स्ट्रक्चरली ज्यादा अपने आप में इन्वेस्ट करें तो फिर शायद ये थोड़े जैसे ज्यादा प्रोटेक्ट होंगे मगर इट डजेंट मीन के ये सुपर डुपर बन जाएंगे बिकॉज देन the ugly example of india is right next door because phir aap co-opt ho jate ho where the where the ratings are where the money is where the action is modi ko isliye nahi support karte uh, uh, steel conglomerates india ki uh, ke uh, modi bahut acha aadmi hai modi ko isliye support karte hain because he gives them breaks yeah infrastructure banata economy aage chal rahi hai that that's how they tie into it so speaking of evolution then there's another type of evolution not only in pakistan right it's happening around the world is democratize access to in- information there's journalism there's us talking right we don't need a platform like geo or sama or whatever to host a podcast and reach an audience not huge but still significant others can go online and have their youtube channels talat husain has done it others in india have done it the print.in with shekhar gupta um etc etc around the world you'll find examples how does that play into this structural evolution and the structural tension within pakistan in terms of not only picking sides but also the threat that people have especially bloggers vloggers who are maybe more outspoken when they go on youtube and facebook than they are on the mainstream television waves well first of all we're going to go above your one hour uh, so i don't know whether you want to run That's this fine. Or... yeah yeah we can right. keep going right uh, well uh, that is a topic close to my heart it's something i've been um, studying right since uh, my uh, time at the kennedy school in 2011 which is when uh, uh, social media um, and the social media based journalist was uh, blowing up in pakistan uh, literally and figuratively um, unfortunately but uh, uh, i'm going to speak in this there's a lot big question so i'm going to give you the answer in tweet size points all right first of all if you are only on social media in pakistan if you are a social media journalist you are a blogger quote unquote for those who can't see this uh, broadcast if you're a blogger if you're a uh, youtuber right without the the cover the institutional cover of an organization you're in trouble you end up like matiullah jan Matiullah is a lot of things um not a personal fan again right but um it's inherent for me to tell his story because he's a he's a journalist and that's what journalists do we we tell stories which are important and his is an important story um and it is incumbent upon me for his right to tell stories as well to be protected as much as i uh may not see eye to eye with him on several issues starting from perhaps a favorite color um to everything else but his right to tell stories must be protected and I will protect it till I die here's the thing if you are on your own um 
just cruising around social media. It doesn't matter whether you have 10 followers or half a million followers. You don't have institutional coverage, you're in trouble. Um, the powers that be, um, as well as whoever, uh, these people, known or unknown, whatever, right? Uh, but um, uh, everybody can and does take advantage of uh, um, people who don't have institutional cover. Now, when you do have institutional cover, we've already covered that in the first part of this interview. When you do have institutional cover, it is the um, weaknesses as well as the personnel of that institutional cover, which are exploited to approach that institution. But when there's no one to approach, then guess what? And they come knocking right on your door, right? Knock, knock, knock. And they, then, they'll knock if they're trying to be courteous. <laughs> Otherwise, well, it might not even be a knock. Well, well um, let's, let's stick to the facts, right? Um, 109 journalists have been killed since I started covering the war on terror. Uh, as a junior at the University of Michigan uh, in 2001 in Afghanistan and Pakistan, right? Uh, till date, uh, 53 of them, 52 of them have been in uh, Afghanistan, and 57 of them have been in Pakistan. Yeah. Some of these men, and they're mostly men, now, unfortunately, uh, in Afghanistan, women are being targeted as well. That's a whole other story. But uh, um, the story is that 50-60 people killed and 50-60 people That's the Lagbhag stat. And in those 50-60 people, more than the people are our people. Okay, the difference is which is a big stat. targeted hits Right? जंग इधर भी लगी हुई है मगर इधर एक खौफनाक किस्म की एक अलग किस्म की खौफनाक किस्म की जंग लगी इधर शायद ट्रिपल बॉम्बिंग नहीं हो रही कॉम्प्लेक्स अटैक नहीं हो रहा ठीक है इधर इधर आइसिस आपके तीन जर्नलिस्ट को टारगेट नहीं कर रही आपके दफ्तर के सामने इधर आइसिस नहीं है शुक्र है अल्लाह का शुक्र है और कुछ हो रहा है और कोई चीज आपको टारगेट कर रही है और लोग आपको टारगेट कर रहे हैं ये Magar execution style SOP different. This is important. The dangerous thing is that people don't understand, I'm going to say this again clearly. Pakistan's kill ratio of journalists has pretty much been the same as the, as the journalists killed in Afghanistan in the last two decades. Here's the difference. Afghanistan is under foreign occupation, quote unquote, Right in the world's in America's longest running war, quote unquote, right, with hundreds of thousands of foreign troops deployed, quote unquote, in fighting multiple insurgencies in multiple provinces, quote unquote. That's Afghanistan. It's a full-blown war. It's one of the world's messiest wars. It's been going on for a while. We're not at war, technically. But we've got the same number of similar number of killed, in fact, more killed journalists here. Some can somebody explain that to me? Right? Those are numbers. That's not me. 
I didn't make that up. That's just what's happened. Now, can I make an Asad tour in a worst case scenario, make up stuff? Sure. Let's just assume that Asad beat himself up. Theoretical, with respect. Again, not someone I see eye to eye with. Frankly, he's not someone who sees eye to eye with me. I think that's the issue. I see eye to eye with all these guys. I see where all of these guys are coming from, right? They might not see eye to eye with me. Sure, their problem, their loss. But, and I know you're going to get to that question too, is there? So I'm going to, I'm waiting for that one. That's coming up next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know where you're going with that smile. I can see, I can see that smile. But again, Asad Tour's right to exist, coexist, and tell his story and spread his message and tell, do his reporting is I will defend that till the day I die, right? Um, as um, Eisenhower used to say about Ayub Khan, he's a son of a bitch, but he's our son of a bitch, right? Not saying anything about Asatur, right? But that's just, that's that's my mentality about people, even people I don't disagree with or agree with, uh, I don't agree with necessarily. However, we're not making up stories. We're just like comparing like this stat to stat. So the statistics are really bothersome in terms of um, um, numbers killed. But the statistics, the stats are even more bothersome when you realize that there's a disparity in terms of urban versus rural, institutional cover versus non-institutional cover. And what we've seen, Uzair, to answer your question even more directly and precisely, is that if you're on your own, if you're just some YouTuber, blogger, Twitterati typer, you know, if you're like, what's her name? Uh, that um, uh, woman who uh, was, was abducted in Lahore, uh, Gul Bukhari, um, Gul Bukhari. Right, Gul, right? If you're Gul, right? I mean, Gul is, she's a, she's, she's a power to reckon with. She's a force to be dealt with, right? You, you can't discount Gul. Now, Gul doesn't work right for a major publication. Gul does not have her own TV show. Gul is not a mainstream journal by its very archaic definition. The mainstream journal is irrelevant because Gul has something to say. She says it loudly. She says it proudly. You or I might agree or disagree. That's not the point. The point is somebody picked her up and got into trouble for it. They had to let her go. Um, but that's because a few things happened. Gul had institutional cover. Gul was a Brit. That helped. Gul lived in Kant. She had influential friends and neighbors in Lahore. That helped too. What if uh, Gul was, uh, lived in Samnabad and was a, I don't know, was a churi, quote unquote. What if she was Christian? <laughs> Same city, different And I mean, we've seen religion. this stuff. You mentioned right. rural a few times, right? We've seen this happen in interior sin, rural sin. Like journalists go missing, they end up dead. And nothing ever comes of it because it's just, there's no influence there. Or subsidized rural sin, uh, rural Balochistan. Let's not even, let's not even open that can of worms. Um, and um, NWFP, in the, especially in the post- uh, uh, movement PTM, especially in the post PTM world, the less said the better. Yeah. Uh, bottom line is, um, there is a divide. Um, think of working for a channel as an insurance policy, not a very good insurance policy, but a relatively safer one. But if you're on your own, you're on your own, even though Asa Tour bridges that divide, uh, 
मगर जिस किस्म की इज्जत मिली है उसे वो इज्जत ना किसी को दे मेरे दुश्मन को भी ना दे ना तुम्हारे दुश्मन को Uzair usually talks about the economy why the hell are we going on and on about the media i think my own reason for that is that socio economic progress cannot happen in a country where the media is under the pump or the media or journalists are concerned about their lives and their safety and their security because the important stories that need to be told whether it's about corruption whether it's about the abuse of power whether it is about reforms or the need for reforms or informing people about what's going on in their own backyard those stories just cannot be told and so long as that does not happen you cannot simply progress i mean you look at what's happened i mean we talked we talked about india at length but look around in hungary look around in the philippines look around even in the united states for example with what fox news has done when you got get co-opted or when you start being pressured to toe a certain line a lot of bad things happen from a public policy and an economic point of view and i think that's why it's important to talk about the subject um and so just i just wanted to say that in case people are wondering i want to second that uzair and i want to second that with a with a with a some sort of recollection that uh, for someone who's uh, enjoyed and has been privileged to be a part of this great media machine i've lost we've lost cnbc this is a business channel it's stopped we've lost business plus it's become a goddamn drama fest um uh, we the, the there's no real I'm not gonna. I love Ahmed Zubairi. He's a classmate of mine. I I I will go to bat for him any day of the week. But his newspaper, the Business Recorder, sucks. Um, B Recorder, Muft me, Air Blue me, butra hota hai because circulation nahi hai, right? Aaj TV when it started, and I've been a part of it. I'm very proud of it. Um, uh, being a part of Aaj TV. Aaj TV started with the ambition of becoming a fully blown um, uh, political economy business channel. couldn't keep up with it dawn tv uh, dawn news um started as pakistan's first english language news network which i helped launch um by the way for the record and we were going to be pakistan's first international channel that was we were going to be pakistan cnn but talk about having a global narrative right right and whether it's a global narrative or business narrative or a political economic narrative those stories weren't told well so it's also our fault as well we couldn't market to our own audiences we couldn't uh, connect with them we couldn't resonate with them because ultimately the overarching story was one of horrible corruption and crime and national security and coups and counter coups and conspiracies and terrorism and war and you know what that's not business news man that's just news that's just the country we live in right that's it that's just the hand we were dealt man that's just how it is and now could we have been smarter editors smarter producers smarter anchors could we have told better stories for select audiences sure absolutely but it's a shame even till today i'm ashamed that the country's newspaper of record and i mean that with slight irony has like one and a half pages dedicated to business and finance it's a shame for the world's fifth largest country which plans to be in you know the top 20 economies in the next decade right it's a shame it's a it's a howling shame that someone like i don't know the i don't know the name of the business editor of the dawn was that do you 
No, I knew it until Khurram was there, and then yeah, I was talking was to him, and I was like, and then he was like, "I'm no longer there," and I'm like, "Who's your replacement?" I had no idea that you had left, right? Um, or you so are no longer Khurram in this position. I know Khurram was fired, which is another travesty. But after that, I don't know that I don't know the name of the goddamn business editor of Dawn. So that <laughs> reminds me. I mean, I was telling someone last year, a couple of years ago, when the Abrad scandal broke, the Wall Street Journal ran right. several stories. It's about to be converted into a book by the journalist. who cover it and i was in pakistan and i was like yeah afsos ki baat nahi hai ye ki jis company ne pakistan mein sabse zyada investment ki jis privatization ki sale na hone ki wajah se pura jo bhanda phoot gaya exactly right ke arif nakvi was making money move around accounts that he shouldn't have they didn't have the money and everything blew up from there isn't it a shame that a bunch of journalists sitting in new york were able to tell a better story than pakistani journalists sitting in karachi where the scandal happened in their own backyard like the indictment in the united states names four pakistani politicians isn't it a shame that no pakistani media publication has written an investigative story about who those four men are or at least done wow. some great. some journalism around it it's a great, shame great story no and let's let's uh, let's uh, play it even closer to heart let's talk about bowl I mean, Bol was an open secret by the end of it, um, and I, I must uh, I must confess I was just full disclaimer. I mean, for those who don't know, I was at Bol for a just a couple of weeks or so before I was the last guy in and the one of the first guys out. So that needs to be reiterated. But um, um, I got recruited at Bol by my mentors, who got recruited at Bol by whoever they were recruited by. But we all believed in the in the Bol message because Bol was trying to. break the mold but a lot of us including me we didn't do our due diligence right we joined a network which is you know screw up number 1 without doing a due diligence about it and then on top of that um there was when declan watch broke that story and by the way i was declan watch called me before he broke that story he asked me to get on the record i remember that call i was in my patio in islamabad you know hanging out with my dog you know having a coffee and deck calls as like whatever in the afternoon is like hey mate so uh, this is on the record and when a friend calls you saying that you know alarm bells go off and whatever you ask me a couple of questions i said deck i don't know if, if this is on the record i don't know if i can talk to you let me call my boss and get permission i called my boss i said sir ye ho raha and he said koi nahi hum su kar denge now that that is that's the problem that's the problem which has led to the demise of partially led to the demise of the industry that's a, there's a, there's a, there's a certain arrogance in there um there's also a certain um lack of understanding of how global systems work uh, one of the saddest things and the reason one of the reasons i've left the pakistani media was there is because it's become very insular right it's become it's it hasn't grown it hasn't expanded media is supposed to be at the cutting edge of change of 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 you know technological change of editorial change we're supposed to have a pulse on society right we're supposed to have a finger on the pulse of society agar aaj zyada tar log instagram se aur twitter se apni khabar le rahe hain to we better have a goddamn instagram and twitter account yaar we better magar nahi hai nahi hai twitter account ya nahi hai instagram account aapka to phir so these are the sort of bosses and issues i struggled with that's why i left because i thought 
and other reasons which we can talk so about speaking later. speaking yeah i want to jump to your own personal but story but all right? i'm I saying mean... is all i'm saying is it's our fault too i'm not going to sit here and defend the the khalai makhluk or whatever the hell uh, uh, you call them kya bola tha ye naam i called it khalai makhluk you said na malum mufrad nahi i'm going to call them the powers that be right because i my my data is scant on the intelligence community the ic by the way for those who don't know the intelligence community in pakistan is a varied uh, and complicated animal there's several intelligence agencies there's not just the isi the isi was founded in the 1950s our isi has six to seven wings that we know about as far as we are concerned there's only one internal political wing the rest of the isi looks externally okay yes they have a media wing but the media wing is inherently like feeds them data right the media wing does not go out and start and and kill kills journalists for a living that's not what they do right there's serving uh, officers there's retired officers there's middle managers there's civilians there's contractors blaming the isi and just the isi on everything which happens in the islamic republic of pakistan is unfair there's other intelligence organizations you may have not heard about um blaming just the uh, the horrible isi for everything is unfair uh, it's also bad reporting I'm not saying that the ISI is not to blame for this or to blame for this. I'm just saying that it's a complicated animal. The IC in itself, by most estimates, which are within the field, is that there's 150,000 people in this country who, in your, in, in Pakistan, who are involved in the intelligence community. Some of them are freelancers. Some of them are contractors. Some of them are serving military officials. Some of them are retired military officials. Some of them are corrupt. Some of them are horrible. Some of them are murderers. Who are you going to blame? where does it stop because the buck does not stop in one place this it's too decentralized so i need to be very clear and you need to be very clear ki jab ye khalai makhluk hai it's not ke uh, uh, general faiz ka phone gaya tha main shayad gaya ho mujhe kya pata magar i'm pretty sure ke ek bande ka phone hi jata wheels within wheels bhi hain um, a lot of us are worried about it because jitna decentralized organization hoti hai jitna bada idara hota hai उतनी चीजें आउट ऑफ कंट्रोल होती हैं ठीक है और इस बार शायद जो उनका डिफेंस है वो ऐसे ही लग रहा है मुझे कि यार वो थोड़े से टाइप हमारे नहीं थे या थे इधर वे इट्स वायलेंस मस्ट बी कंडेम्ड एंड वैपनसेप्टेबल जिसने भी किया ऐसा नहीं किया नैसा नहीं किया जिसने भी किया सी आई ए ने किया के जी बी ने किया जिसने भी जिन्हें भी किया है गलत किया है अच्छा तो अब आपकी पर्सनल जर्नी की तरफ आ जाते राइट बिफोर वी क्लोज दिस ऑफ एंड दिस हैज बीन ग्रेट वी गॉन ओवर टाइम बट आई हैड अ वंडरफुल टाइम टॉकिंग टू यू तो यू लेफ्ट पाकिस्तान रिसेंटली यू आर नाउ इन न्यूयॉर्क व्हेन यू वर इन पाकिस्तान महाज एंड अदर शोज देयर वाज अ देयर स्टिल इज अ परसेप्शन राइट अमंग जर्नलिस्ट्स एंड आउटसाइड द जर्नलिस्ट कम्युनिटी दैट यू वर वन ऑफ द वंस दैट वर क्लोजर टू द पावर्स दैट बी एज यू कॉल देम what was so what was that like you were you obviously covering the war and you just did some fantastic reporting from the front lines that at least to me when i was in grad school was really informative because it helped me understand the conflict better and have a front bird's eye view or a front line view of what was going on but at the end of the day still there was this perception and there still is so what has that been like working in pakistan you went to bol etc etc in terms of your own perception of being close to the powers that be 
Yeah, there's a lot of that's a very that's a fully loaded question, as they'd say. So let me uh, let me break it down for you. Um, okay, so I'm going to start with the anecdote. And this anecdote is around 200 something years old. Okay, or my Urdu is longer. Or Ingrisi maybe stronger. Shayad Punjabi John Adams was one of America's founding fathers. And uh, uh, in fact, I think we were in Boston when I was in Harvard and you were doing a lot of money in consultancy. You were doing a lot of money, you were doing a lot of money. What was the start of your work? I was a poor fellow in Harvard and you were doing a lot of money. I remember that it was a recruiting interview. Okay, so John Adams was a Harvard man. And he was one of the founding fathers of America. And he was, a, he, was, he was a lawyer and he was quite useless at war. Right? He was quite useless. He was a man of letters. So George Washington, who was revolutionary war. पागलों वाली जंग लगी हुई थी तो एक दिन वाशिंगटन आके कहता है जॉन को कहता है जॉन ओए तू क्या तू इधर करता क्या है मेरी फौज में कहता सर मैं तो कुछ नहीं करता मैं तो लिखता पढ़ता हूं कहता है यार तू बहुत ही फारिग आदमी है बिल्कुल फजूल आदमी है तू तुझे कोई जुबान बोलनी आती है तो कहता है जी सर मुझे फ्रेंच आती है कहता ठीक है एक काम कर फौरी तौर पे तू जहाज में बैठ शिप में ठीक है और तू फ्रांस जा कहता सर मैं फ्रांस जाके क्या करूंगा मैं तो इधर जंग लड़ने आया हूं आपके साथ कहता नहीं नहीं तुझे कोई जंग जंग नहीं लड़नी आती बिल्कुल फजूल वकील है कोई तुझे बंदूक नहीं चलानी आती तू एक्चुअली फ्रांस जा फ्रांस जाके ना तू वॉर एफर्ट के लिए पैसे रेज कर दफा हो to uh, uh, raise funds for the American revolutionary war effort was there. This is a true story. I'm not making this up. Okay. He lands in Paris. He finally ends up in like the defense phase five for the Karachi Wallace. They'll get what I'm saying. He finally ends up in the defense phase five at this very, very uh, high society dinner in Paris. Okay. France is important because France and Rizunka Mukhalefe. Tika Jesse Ajkal Chin Amrikyunga Mukhalefe. Tika. To other Botsari Logan, Acha, Kunke Amrikia, America was like Pakistan at that time. Sonani, a Fazulsi Jaga, Patanika, Lertera, think on Logan. Backward Logapes, young children again. Backward and Lertes are ten, which come up. To say Kissin a Bathnikina. John Adams. चुपचाप ना खाना खाता रहा छुरी कांटे से कोई इसे बात नहीं कर रहा फाइनली एक बहुत खूबसूरत एक दोशीजा जो है उसने इस पे तर्स खाया और उसने कहा कि भाईजान आपका क्या नाम है उसने अपना नाम बताया जॉन आदम इसने कहा आपको फ्रेंच बोलनी आती है कहता जी मुझे आती है कहती गुड 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 तो आप पढ़े लिखे कहता जी मैं गलती से जी मैं पढ़ा लिखा कहती किधर के पढ़े हैं कहता जी एक यूनिवर्सिटी है छोटी सी अमेरिका में उसका नाम हार्वर्ड है मैं हार्वर्ड का पढ़ा हूं कहती अच्छा अच्छा हार्वर्ड में फ्रेंच पढ़ाते हैं कहता जी गलती से पढ़ा देते हैं कहती अच्छा अच्छा और क्या पढ़ाते हैं आप क्या पढ़ते हैं हार्वर्ड में दिस इज इंपॉर्टेंट दिस इज इंपॉर्टेंट इज 
I'm going to paraphrase. तो कहती है, what do you study, Mr. Adams? Monsieur Adams, right? तो John Adams कहता है, अमेरिका का होने वाला सदर, कॉन्टेक्स्ट सुनो, अमेरिका का होने वाला सदर है, अमेरिका में जंग लगी हुई है, they're fighting the British crown. In what would end up creating the United States successfully? तो सोचता है और उसे पता है जॉन आर्म्स को कि इस वक्त मैंने अगर स्क्रू अप कर दिया ना कोई पैसे नहीं मिलने और मैंने खाली हाथ वापस जाने और जॉर्ज वाशिंगटन चपेट लगाएगा मुझे ठीक है तो मुझे अफ्रीका भेज देगा तो जॉन आर्म्स कहता है वेल कहती है कि वट यू स्टडी मिस्टर आर्म्स तो कहता है वेल मैडम आई मस्ट स्टडी सोल्जर्स एंड सोल्जरिंग and wars and warriors so that my son if he makes it to the certain age can study economics geography history etc so that his son can study sculpting painting and the other beautiful and liberal arts that you french have now perfected over centuries because i come from a revolutionary state a state at war with itself ठीक है, that for me when I read that was there as a younger man I realized that Pakistan is that revolutionary state at war with itself. I must I realized when I started this this job. Um, I realized and I had arguments with everybody from my wife to my colleagues to my friends कि मैं क्यों कर रहा हूँ मैं क्यों फौज के साथ सियाचिन में दो दो महीने के लिए जा रहा हूँ मैं क्यों मैं पागल हूं मैं क्यों नहीं एसी में बैठ के कराची में काम कर रहा टॉक शो कर रहा मैं क्यों कश्मीर जा रहा हूं जिधर इंडियन आर्टिलरी ऊपर से आ रही है जा रही है ठीक है या उधर लड़ाई हो रही है तालिबान वाली साइड पे वेस्टर्न फ्रंट पे या कोयटा वाली साइड पे डिक्टेड टू दी एक्शन यस दिज अ पर्सनल साइड टू इट बट वेरी इंपॉर्टेंटली understanding the wars and warriors and the soldiers and the soldiering of pakistan is understanding pakistan you cannot discount this army you cannot discount and wish away the pakistani military it is the world's fifth largest military but it's also a very important political organization in the country now unless you get to know them understand them and are able to associate their stories with the national mainstream story and topic of the day you're doing yourself a disservice if you only see ke if you only see them through the ayub khan zaul haq yaya khan parvez musharraf prism ki yaar ye to bas dictator hain ye to aa jate hain tank aur topon ke sath then frankly you're stupid you're not a good journalist if you do not understand if you do not know the name of the commander of the 10 core of the pakistan army uzair you're not a pakistani journalist because the 10 core is guess what guess what the 10 core's job is the 10 core's job is dual its job is to defend you against a strike formation from india in kashmir and it's also tasked to take over your 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 democratically elected government tomorrow through its triple one brigade uske do kaam uska kaam aapko bachana bhi hai uska kaam aapko marna bhi hai uski designation hi yahi hai so if you don't understand if you haven't been inside the 10 core hq And just to just to observe as a fly on the wall, कि काम कैसे करते हैं मेरे पाजी. And the best part and the worst part is that people 
unfortunately, including the Forge, and this is the worst part, but it's also the best part because a lot of friends like even perhaps yourself, not casting any uh, allegations here, but a lot of people think that reporting on the army is reporting for the army. I draw that line. And when officers and men of the Pakistani military have drawn that, have, have not recognized that line with me, I have drawn that line with them too. I've drawn that line with my bosses. I've drawn that line with my fans. I've drawn that line with my friends. I've drawn that line with my family, right? Um, there is a defense reporting um, culture in every country. Unfortunately for Pakistan, the defense reporting culture is a partisan culture. It's a very you are with us or against us culture uh, propagated by mostly members of civil society and the press in a very nihilistic manner because, frankly, I don't blame them because they have been targeted by the military in a nihilistic manner. They have to start from a zero-sum game because uh, there's no trust. There's a trust deficit. As one of the few journalists in the last decade, decade and a half, who managed to, out of scratch, craft a beat, where, which culminated in 1718, which was the prime of my Pakistani reporting, where I interviewed, in 16, 17, 18, I interviewed Rahil Sharif, Asif Zardari, Nawaz Sharif, and Imran Khan in the same, like, 18 months. That is credibility. That is not being close to the powers that be. Finally, you are only as good as the sources you have. That's what journalism is. Treating them from the prism of a zero-sum game where ye to fauji hai. So, so what, yaar? Ye fauji hai, wo chokidar hai, wo, wo jadu maarta hai. You gotta, you, you gotta know. You, you gotta know all of them. You can't sit there on your pretty pedestal of civil society and disengage from an organization which the world's leading superpowers are forced to engage with, man. So what are you thinking? Yes, it's, 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 is, it, is, it, is, it, is it an organization which must be fair? Clearly, I mean, we're all fearful of, of, of the firepower that they bring to the table. But if you have nothing to hide, if you're not corrupt, if you're fair in your craft, if you believe in yourself, if you believe in Allah, if you believe in your story, He's 
the new the most the most influential journalists in this country are report for from the pentagon you know this sir matlab wo sabse mere khayal se national security organizations ko breach karna unse report karna unko samajhna is considered the the bees knees in any any organization worth its salt as far as the news business is concerned i'm proud of my coverage agar isse aap samajh rahe hain ke bajaj khan tank pe baith gaya maza to bahut aata hai tank pe baithne ka aapki aapki honda civic se zyada hi maza aata hai to wo aap agar jealous ho rahe ho aapka masla hai but yes main tanko mein baitha hu main helicopter mein baitha hu main submarine mein baitha hu aap dozon mein baitha hu ships mein baitha hu aap jumped off planes with these guys it's great but i draw the line because reporting on the army is not reporting for the army and when people cross that line with me i decided to leave pakistan i was done because i'm sort of a i've got zero tolerance for when push comes to shove as far as my profession is concerned and even today sitting in new york maine kaam nahi choda apna i'm still covering the army um i just interviewed the foreign minister of pakistan i'm one of the few journalists i recently interviewed the deputy uh, chief of the indian military iska matlab main main indian military ka bhi banda ban gaya hu ek saal ke andar matlab theek matlab ye kya bakwas hai yaar tomorrow i'm interviewing the nato chief to ab main nato nato chief jo general hai uska bhi banda ban gaya kal subah mera 10 baje interview hai to uska bhi main chhota ban gaya hu ye kya bakwas hai so i think the, the one important thing you mentioned and i struggled with this too when i was doing my masters thesis research which was by the way on the evolution of pakistan's counterinsurgency doctrine under ail sharif was that for background research i would look at sort of the american evolution of coin in iraq and then in afghanistan etc and you found a lot of resources about human stories right from the war about officers and soldiers and what they had done and these journalists who had embedded I personally still to this day find it a shame ke 10 20 saal ho gaye for the war in the western front been going on even this month this year soldiers have died on the front lines there are really no meaningful human stories about the pakistani soldier and the pakistani officer and i think it's a shame because if there is a war going on and sacrifices have been made whatever the political role of the military establishment may be that is a story worth telling about the mother from a village who lost a son in a war that is being fought on the western frontier and it was it was tough for me as background research to not have access to this information because through the human stories you can understand and learn the training these people went through right and what changed because only through that loss was the military force to change its training doctrine and i think not many people were able to understand that even when i was researching and i was in pakistan can explain to them what i was looking for and they were like wo to jung chal rahi hai na i'm like sirf jung nahi hai jung ladne ke bhi tarike hote hain wo badle gaye hain badalne ki zarurat hui hai aur kyun hui hai that is important to understand nahi um isme 100 rupaye wali tumne baat ki hai isme sabse bada jo person to blame hai party to blame hai wo khud fauj hai khud fauj hai kyun क्योंकि ये नूर जहां के वो है वतन के जड़े भी जो भी वही जो वो साड़ी पहन के जो गारी हैं वो वो पैंट की जंग से आगे नहीं निकले इनका 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 आईएसपीआर उधर इन दबा हुआ है फंसा हुआ है हाँ रिसेंटली हमें पता चला है कि आईएसपीआर 
सोशल मीडिया में भी इन्वॉल्व है दैट्स अ होल अदर कॉन्वर्सेशन मे बी दैट्स अ होल अदर शो मगर ओवरऑल दे डोंट लेट द ऑफिसर्स राइट दे डोंट लेट स्पेशली आई अंडरस्टैंड हाउ सर्विंग ऑफिसर्स आर नॉट अलाउड टू राइट इवन इन दिस मिल्क और व्हेन यू रिटायर्ड पेट्रियस ने पता नहीं कुछ छह किताबें लिखनी है पांच किताबें लिखनी है हर एक हफ्ते दस दिन बाद तो उसका मैं आर्टिकल पढ़ता हूँ जनरल पेट्रियस का ठीक है कब अच्छा एक वो कभी मैं वो उसका मकरेवन का पढ़ता हूँ तो कभी मैं किसका लिख दी है ठीक है मैटिस किताब लिख रहा है मतलब अच्छा अब वो वो आपको ये बता रहा है कि यार मेरे जो न्यूक्लियर मिजाइल है वो मैंने वो निवाडा की फलाने गार में छुपाए में नहीं यार वो ये नहीं बता रहा वो अपना वर्ल्ड व्यू दे रहा है कि हमने इराक में क्या गलतियां की और क्या छक्के मारे हमने अफगानिस्तान में क्या गलतियां की क्या छक्के मारे हमने यू नो वो वो वर्ल्ड व्यू दे रहे हैं वो एक्सप्लेन कर रहे हैं इन्होंने जंग लड़ी हुई है तो पाकिस्तान का एक जनरल किताब लिख देता है वो किताब बैन हो जाती है पाकिस्तान का एक जनरल छोड़ो शुजा नवाज साहब जो जनरल के भाई हैं वो किताब लिख देते हैं वो किताब बैन हो जाती है जनरल का भाई होना भी अजाब है शिजा नवाज साहब जो मेरे मेरा ख्याल है मेरे वालिद की तरह मेरे वालिद मरूम अगर जिंदा होते मैं उन्हें उतनी इज्जत देता जितना मैं शुजा नवाज साहब को देता हूँ मगर दिस इज नॉट अबाउट पर्सनल टाइज फुल डिस्कलेम दिस इज ऑल अबाउट स्कॉलरशिप उन्होंने किताब लिखी जनरल दुरानी ने अच्छा फ्रेंकली एम ही किताब हो रहा They do other things. वैसे तो रिपोर्टिंग चल रही होती है स्कॉलरशिप का टाइम नहीं होता ठीक है तो इट शुड बी इनकरेज कि आप रिटायर होकर लिखें मगर वो भी नहीं अलाउड तो ना कोई रिपोर्ट छपती है ना वो अलाउड होती है ना कोई ये सो दिस इज दिस इज द फॉल्ट और इसकी वजह से जो अमरीका में तुम वॉशिंगटन में बैठे हुए हो जाए तुम्हें ज्यादा पता है वॉशिंगटन में इनका कोई नेरेटिव नहीं है थिंक टैंक्स में इनके कोई कनेक्शन नहीं है अमरीका में पूरी दुनिया का एक्स फौजी आके थिंक टैंक में बैठता है बसता है बात करता है एक्सप्लेन करता है डिबेट करता है नरेट करता है स्पाउस करता है अपने मुल्क का नरेटिव एक्सप्लेन करता है इनका नहीं कोई फौजी करता अमरीका में रिसेंटली फ्रेशली रिटायर्ड इंडियन एडमिरल्स आए हुए हैं ठीक है तो क्वाड एम ही नहीं बांध गया ना अमीनी किसी ने किसी को ख्वाब नहीं आया था 2005 में ठीक है कि क्वाड बना दो मतलब stubborn uh, uh, lack of dynamism and movement on um, moving beyond uh, uh, local pakistani media ya to koi wo ek third class kisam ka wo koi aaj aaj tumne tweet kiya tha maine retweet kiya tumhe uzair ki facebook ne kaha ki facebook wala ha zara explain karo kya hua hai Facebook, I mean, that was pretty interesting the way they did it this time. So, 2019, they did the same thing. Basically, took down a bunch of pages and accounts which they call coordinated inauthentic behavior. Which basically, you're running a troll farm, hmm. targeting domestic audiences in English, Pashto, and some other language, Arabic or something. And Facebook found out about it. They took it down. They named the company that was involved, but they didn't say what group they were involved with. They said it's linked to the same group they found in 2019 or whatever. 
you click on that link and you read the story and it turns out that that group was linked to the ISPR. And it's like, why is the ISPR busy and domestic audience information operations is beyond me. Okay, now I'll go to bat for the ISPR. I will say that if I am General X and I have all this, all this, this huge organization, I will say I'm being a little naughty and I'm going to invest in uh, these, uh, these troll farms. Because you know what, guess what? I'm not the only one, right? The Israelis are running their troll farms, right? And the Americans are running their, the Russians have invented the troll farm, right? And uh, the Indians aren't exactly like, uh, like uh, you know, doing yoga right now either. So I'll just disinformation assume, labs <laughs> right? So I'll just assume that because everybody else is doing a, is running a troll farm, then I don't run a troll farm. So I go to my general, general Y, and I say, sir, whoa, I'm going to run a troll farm. And he's going to say, why? I'm going to say, sir, because Indians are doing, Israelis are doing, Americans are doing, everyone is doing, they are doing, so general troll farm. You know what, what's exciting is what's exciting, what would be exciting is that Broadway or 71st block is university Columbia University. chair chair. ठीक है और कायदेआजम चेयर का जो काम है ना वो पिछले 20 25 साल से कायदेआजम चेयर का काम है कि वो कायदेआजम चेयर कोलंबिया यूनिवर्सिटी ने बनाई है कि उधर एक पाकिस्तानी प्रोफेसर आएगा या आएगी मगर उसकी एक एक वो एक उनकी एक शर्त है कोलंबिया यूनिवर्सिटी कोलंबिया यूनिवर्सिटी बाय द वे 6 या 7 कितनी आईवी लीग्स है 9 उनमें से उन आईवी लीग्स में से एक आईवी लीग है और इस शहर की واحد आईवी लीग और ये दुनिया का सबसे बड़ा या कह लें आप इंपॉर्टेंट शहर है फाइनेंशियली and politically in a way as well, in a way. ठीक है, मगर वो एक शर्त है उनकी, वो कहते हैं यार आधे पैसे तुम दो, कैदे आजम चेयर के, और आधे पैसे हम देते हैं, मगर एक काम करना है और, कि एक बंदा जरूर चूज करो, चकर ये है कि 10 साल से मेरा ख्याल है, लास्ट कैदे आजम चेयर पैसे खाली पड़ी दस साल से खाली पड़ी है पैसे कितने हैं पच्चीस हजार डॉलर मतलब के चालीस लाख रुपए चालीस लाख रुपए नहीं देती पाक फौज या हुकूमतें पाकिस्तान या मोफा मिनिस्ट्री ऑफ फॉरेन अफेयर्स या जेडी भी विजारत है मैं दे देता हूँ चालीस हजार मुझसे आज चालीस लाख ले लो यार किसी मैं देता हूं एज अ पाकिस्तानी आप 40 लाख नहीं दें बाकी 40 लाख ये ये दे देंगे मगर बंदा तो चूज करें उजैर यूनस को चूज करें किसी को प्रोफेसर चूज किसी को चूज करें मुझे नहीं करें मुझे प्लीज नहीं करें बंद हो जाए नहीं कह रहे मैं वन पाकिस्तानी प्रोफेसर लेफ्ट एट कोलंबिया राइट बट द पाकिस्तान चेयर इज अ टेनियर्ड it's not a tenured position, but it's a, it's, a, it's a fixed income position, man. You can send in anybody, they will accept him or her, and what will happen to him? He will study about Pakistan. There is no other job. The leaders of which is one of the six or seven Ivies, will study Pakistan and what is not. You don't do this. What do you do? You do troll farms. I can bet you that. 
आई कैन बेट यू कि वो जो मेरे जो चालीस लाख हैं वो इनके इन्होंने चालीस करोड़ लगाए होंगे उनको इकबाल पढ़े हैं ये जो आप अलामा इकबालियत करते हैं ना ये जो शहीन और ये सब जो बकवास आप कर रहे होते हैं ठीक है आप कुछ नहीं करें यार आप जरा बातें काम करें आप जो शहीन वाला जो स्कॉलरशिप है अब वो किसी बच्चे को भिजवा दें आप एक पाकिस्तानी प्रोफेसर को जब यूरोप की लीडिंग इकोनॉमी जर्मनी की लीडिंग यूनिवर्सिटी हाइडलबर्ग में भिजवाएंगे जब लामा पढ़े में तो आप खुद फर्क देखेंगे और ये फर्क आप मीजली दो तीन साल के अंदर देखेंगे तो इन्हें अपनी स्टोरी नहीं बेचनी आती इन्हें बात नहीं करनी आती इन्हें खाली ये कर, ताने देने आते हैं उस दिन मुझे फोन आ गया आपने स्टोरी की आपकी स्टोरी नहीं अच्छी Nobody's yeah. ever happy. That, I'm not in the making happy business people happy business. Nor are you, sir. But we are in the business of communicating, and thus we must communicate that you should learn how to communicate. We might yeah, be that, wrong, but you're totally wrong, bro. You're totally yeah. wrong. <laughs> I I agree, and I think like being caught with troll phones or Facebook is is another level. Like Sudan and Pakistan are in the latest reports, so that's all that needs to be said on that because. others have been caught the iranians have been caught the russians have been caught but they all get more sophisticated over time you don't want to get caught multiple times by the same organization i'm not going to hold it against you right iran kar raha hai rus kar raha hai sudan agar sudan jaisa ek chhota sa gareeb mulk kar raha hai to fir aapka bhi haq banta hai aap bhi kar le yaar kar lo yaar counter intelligence ka hissa hai aapne chudiyan nahi pehni mehndi nahi lagayi hui fauj hai aap understand thank you sorry for the uh, uh, hopefully not sexist analogies right magar theek hai understand yaar where you coming from aapka ek kaam hai magar aapka ye kaam nahi hai jo aap kar rahe hain jo aap jo aapne bilkul apna narrative outsource kiya hua hai to one particular organization aisa nahi hota you need to get up you need to empower fawad choudhry he's a good guy i'm disappointed in what he said recently about journalists but still smart guy um you need to empower your education ministries um you need to empower these you need to empower your journalists again and you really need to you 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 might be a chinese ally uh but you really need to step away uh from the way the people's republic of china treats its journalists because you know what you were founded by a lawyer constitutionalism is in your guts it's in your dna you're not a revolutionary state you were founded by someone who argued his way into creating a country he wrote letters he debated he got votes right you cannot take that away from us qaida azam mohammad ali jinnah was not a general qaida azam ali mohammad ali jinnah was not a revolutionary he did not spend a day in jail or prison guess what he was a man of letters he used to write so please let us write please let us write whatever the heck we want get us to us get to us later sue us later don't kill us don't throw us in jail for us you know take us on counter narrative counter argue with us but don't do this don't kill us yeah for god's sake that's all i'm going to say so, this has been a great discussion before i let you go i think we've gone a two episode uh <laughs> two length like you know two ghante ho gaye takriban but before i let you go i always ask my guests to share a couple of books that have deeply influenced them can be on any topic or anything they've recently read 
So anything that comes to mind, anything you can see on your bookshelf that stands out just for recommendations, because the listeners always enjoy these book recommendations. So right. okay. I would love some from you. Well, uh, I mean, my library is still in uh, my house in Pakistan, um, but this is sort of my, my Columbia library, which I slowly have been connecting. I also listen to a lot more books now because I'm just always moving around. But um, this is a, a fantastic book. Uh, it's uh, William Gibson. Neuromancer. He invented the term uh, cyberspace used for the first time. And that term has not left us or uh, our century. He used it, it several years ago. It was the basis of uh, the matrix. So you can tell from the green color. So this is what the matrix with the great trilogy is based out of uh, by the Cohen brothers. No, the other brother, the other guys. Um, but um, uh, I'm into sci-fi. Um, Another, another great uh, writer who helped me get started when I was a kid. I'm really into fiction, so I'm going to just uh, stick to my second one is also a fiction book, which has recently been made into a horrible movie. But um, um, uh, it seems that Tom Clancy has made a bit of a comeback. He's a hack. People hate him. Um, I kind of hate him now. But um, as a kid, um, his books, as a younger person, who especially for younger people, uh, um, my... Um, uh, interest in war, military, um, and uh, the whole uh, posture of conflict has really been affected by by the Clancy uh, books. I think the Hunt for the Red October, which is very uh, very important today because of what's happening in the Indo-Pacific, in a way, has really defined uh, um, um, my my search for uh, my own editorialism. And then um, I, for the latest um, nonfiction. I would recommend um, everyone read Shujaat Nawaz Saab's uh, new book, um, which is a, a, a version of uh, uh, Cross Swords, uh, which was the book of record on the Pakistani military, except Cross Swords wasn't banned. The new one has been banned. One, yeah. uh, there's a reason it's been banned. Um, you, should, uh, you should try to find out why. And the best way to find out is not through the gossip circuit of Twitter, but uh, by reading it. Uh, read so the book, right you there. know. Yes, I, I have, have read it. And I agree. If you read the book, you will immediately know right. why it was banned. Right. And I have, I'm very lucky. I have a signed copy. So um, uh, the Shuja Nawaz's new book, the William Gibson book, and anything, anything trashy, the trashier it is from Tom Clancy, um, the more Russians and sex it has, the better. So, yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you for that. I was actually speaking of Tom Clancy. TV Xbox connected video game download And you said the same thing. So that's a sign I should get on top of that. The but trashier, Ajah, this, the trashier the better, as I say. Th this has been a wonderful conversation. I think we need to have you on again because my goal was to have you talk about what's going on in the Indo-Pacific. And again, from a socioeconomic perspective, that is the big story of this decade and perhaps this century. And I think for Pakistanis, they need to be paying attention to what's going on in East Asia because forget about the alliance, strategic alliance with China is important, et cetera. But what happens with China in East Asia is going to have a direct impact in Pakistan. And if we don't figure that out, then a lot of more mistakes will be made. So we need to have you back again to talk about what's going on there because I think you're one of the few, if not the only Pakistani journalists covering that region. And so we need your insights on that. 
Well, you're very kind. I'm a big fan of your show. Uh, you're very kind to have noticed uh, that I'm covering the Indo-Pacific. It's important uh, for our viewers and listeners uh, to understand what the Indo-Pacific is. Uh, and just as a as a sign-off note, Jesse, 60s, 70s, 80s, may the term Middle East became a uh, a big deal. Just like uh, 30s, 40s, 50s, may the term subcontinent became a big deal. These terms, these geopolitical terms, didn't exist. Matlab, a hundred years ago, the term subcontinent didn't exist. It started being called the subcontinent in reference and in anticipation of the partition. Um, thus, uh, the Middle East didn't exist or only started existing um, in reference of the Arab-Israeli wars and the Arab-Israeli conflict. Thus, I predict, as do my editors at Nikkei Asia, which you must subscribe to if you want to read the most cutting-edge reporting from Asia about Asia, it's asia.nikkei.com. Um, uh, we are behind a paywall, uh, but it's worth it. Trust me. It's fantastic journalism. Yep. I and, have a subscription. Uh, thank you. And if you are nice to me, then I can just uh, WhatsApp you my, uh, my our stories for free. But you'll have to be very nice to me. Uh, uh, nicer than uh, Asatur has been to me, even though I still love him. <laughs> but uh, but um, you must understand that the Indo-Pacific in our projection is going to be the next Middle East. Um, it's everywhere between... Uh, uh, New York and, as, he, as I say, New Karachi. It's, it's, it's going to affect you. It's going to affect, uh, it's already affecting Pakistan's politics. The, the pullout of Afghanistan is because of the Indo-Pacific. The Americans don't want to look at the Middle East anymore. They want to pivot towards concentrating on China. And guess what? Guess who is Pakistan, China's biggest ally right now in our neck of the woods? It's, it's us. It's Pakistan. So you are a part of the Indo-Pacific. You are a part of the, even though the foreign office calls it Asia Pacific, because they don't like saying Indo about anything. But guess what? It's not, history is not going to be made by the Pakistani media any longer. History has to be made in a regional perspective. Indo-Pacific the next few years, the next few decades will be driven by the Pakistan's relationship with China. Pakistan's relationship with India, but not in the Kashmir context, in the larger context of stories like the Quad. Hindustan ko America India is part of the Quad, but not Pakistan, which is uh, sort of like aapne jo Pakistan ki Pakistan history books ki jo sito sento jo padi hai na, jo alliances hoti thi, wo to 50 saal pehle hoti thi, but America is entering into a new alliance with India right now. So, agar aapko ye cheezon mein interest hai ki agle kuch saal kaise jayenge? Cold War 2.0, Cold War ka jo part 2, China, uh, Pakistan, China, Afghanistan, America, Kesser, replace Karega. Uh, trilateral meeting, joint statement. joint statement? I mean, basically, they're trying to say that they want to play a role in terms of no, no one should come to power in Afghanistan on force. Um, that the Chinese and the Pakistanis want an Afghan-led, Afghan-owned process, and they, the Afghans ref, uh, respect Pakistan hosting all the refugees and playing a role for the better in Pakistan. On the East Asia thing, before I lose that train of thought, I, you must have noticed this. I think this was three or four weeks ago, if not a bit longer. Mm. The Chinese made a very interesting statement in Dhaka about how Dhaka should not join the Quad. I yes. found that super interesting coming from the Chinese without because there was no public indication of something like that happening. We did a story on that and the Bangladeshis pushed back really hard. 
and uh, the Bangladeshi foreign minister was shocked and said that um, we have not gotten any um, um, uh, sort of uh, uh, message from any Quad member. So we are uh, actually shocked and even hurt. I'm paraphrasing. Why would uh, China um, uh, say this to us? But uh, I think the China in its uh, wolf warrior diplomacy, um, Uzair, uh, is preempting. بنگلادیش और उनके बॉलर आपके बॉलर से स्लो हैं ये इस वर्ल्ड व्यू से अगर आप निकलें इस जीडीपी पर कैपिटल इन द सबकॉन्टिनेंट बांग्लादेश का आप ऐसे समझ लें कि बांग्लादेश का एक बांग्लादेशी 2000 डॉलर बनाता है एक इंडियन 2000 डॉलर महीने के बनाता है और एक पाकिस्तानी 1500 डॉलर साल के साल के ये फैक्ट है इससे आप लड़ नहीं सकते तो बांग्लादेश मुइशत वाइज हैज बिकम इकोनॉमिकली मच मोर इंटरेस्टिंग एंड मच मोर इंपैक्टफुल प्लेस दे बीन फोकस्ड अबाउट दैट्स अ होल अदर डिबेट बट वी आर वाचिंग बांग्लादेश एंड यस उजर यू आर 100% राइट एक्साइटिंग रीजन टू कवर थैंक्स फॉर गिविंग अस अ शाउट आउट थैंक्स फॉर हैविंग अ सब्सक्रिप्शन एंड आई होप योर व्यूअर्स एंड योर रीडर्स कैन एंजॉय इट एज़ वेल एंड um, hopefully, uh, follow our Twitter feed. We're at uh, um, Nikkei Asia. I'm at Wajis Khan. I'm usually just full of shit, but they can follow <laughs> our, our official Twitter feed uh, for um, a, a larger perspective um, on Asia, um, which uh, which I'm glad uh, you have shared. Thank you. Thank you for having so me. So keep following Wajad, keep following Nikkei, and we will have you on to talk about the Indo-Pacific soon. But have a good night, and thank you again for taking out two hours of your evening to join us. So I really appreciate that. You owe me, you owe me dinner, boyfriend. <laughs> yes. Ne- next time you're in DC or next time I'm in New York, we'll figure yeah. it out. Inshallah. Take care. Inshallah. In fact, you know what? I owe you dinner. You bought me lunch last time. I owe you dinner. I remember this. Okay. Uh, we'll keep tabs uh, then. Patan per- per- never forgets. <laughs> Take care. Thank you. Okay. Thank Take you care. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye.